Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome to another Going Greyhounds. It was a fabulous weekend as far as greyhound racing was concerned. Of course, in Melbourne, we saw heats of the Fanabale Superstayers. Three terrific heats here. We saw eight wonderful heats of the Group 1 Australian Cup. Uh, some terrific heat winners uh, there, including uh, a couple here from New South Wales. And, of course, locally, close to Sydney, we saw the Bull Eye Cup run and won on Sunday night. So it was an action-packed weekend. We've got a big show lined up this morning. Uh, our first guest will be Paul Bella, the winning trainer of uh, Panadero Warrior, who took out the Group 2 Bull Eye Cup on Sunday night. And racing, and out wide on the track, Panadero Warrior lighted like a rocket, later a length and a half in front of Zipping Novak. They were followed by Can't Handle it, Trucky John, and uh, Zipping Garth was next. Trucky John's dropped right out, and Trucky Bill, the dirt second last down the side. Panadero Warrior by two, Zipping Novak's giving hard chase. Four lengths away, Can't Handle it, and Rebel Garth as they turn. Panadero Warrior in front, Zipping Novak's trying hard, but he's broken him, and Panadero Warrior, exhibition of dominating speed. The Victorian wins the cup. Panadero Warrior from Zipping Novak. Third home is very close. Uh, out wide, Trunky Bill. Uh, back on the inside, then can't handle it. Not much between them from Rebel Guard. Jungle yeah, that was the Group 2 Bulleye Cup on Sunday and a terrific win by the Victorian Panadero Warrior. We're joined by his trainer now. Paul Abella, good morning to you, Paul. Good morning, mate. Firstly, big congratulations to you with his win. Uh, he went terrific, didn't he? Yeah, we... Um... That's what we're hoping for him to do, and um, the boy didn't let us down. So, yeah, we're still pretty excited, and, yeah, it was good to get him up over the line. And how confident were you going into the race? He was terrific in his heat the, the week prior, and he had that draw out wide. Confidence levels high going into to Sunday night? Yeah, we're pretty confident as soon as the box draw come out because we just wanted the eight, and he's probably the... One of the best box eight dogs in the land because he just loves it out there. So we're pretty confident, but it is a group race and every dog in the race, you know what I mean? They deserve to be in there. And um, our bloke, he just um, when he jumped them, we thought it was, it was game over. And we've seen him in, in Victoria contest a, a couple of these uh, country cups, uh, Bendigo, Warrigal, uh, Trailgan. He didn't quite make the final there. What was it about the Bulleye Cup that interested you and was it a, a more a, a long range plan to come up for the Bulleye Cup or was it more I, I guess the race was there because he didn't qualify for the Trelgan Cup? Yeah I just look at the calendar and that and just see what's on and around the place and if you've got a good dog like that especially a one turn dog you, you just got to chase, chase them and when you've got people in New South Wales like Michelle and Daryl um, so I just said to the owners, um, we'll send him up there. But if we're going to do it prop, prop, let's send him up there a couple of weeks before so Daryl and Michelle could give him a, a few trials. And um, I think that's the way to do it. And you just touched on he's been up here for a couple of weeks with Michelle uh, Sultana and Daryl Thomas. What's the plans with him now? Of course, uh, Maitland, there's a Maitland Cup uh, only a few weeks away on, uh, for people that follow a Greyhound Racing. No Michelle and Daryl. Uh, train in the Hunter Valley, so it would be a, a local race for them, or do, or do you take him back now to, to Victoria and try and find some races for him down there? Yeah, well, he, he flies home tomorrow. He's going a few days to get over Sunday, so then I'm going to Horsham for the Horsham Cup next week, 
and then um, we discussed Maitland, the poem of Maitland and Shepparton on the same time. And the owners are from Shep- Shepparton. Dean's on the committee at Shepparton um, Racetrack. So they would really like to win their local cup. So the dog um, is staying here for the um, Horsham Cup into the Shep Cup. He won't be going back for the Maitland Cup. Yeah, outstanding. And just touch on, on the owners of him, uh, the Bakers. Um, I know them from when I was... Down there in Victoria, they've always been able to find a, a nice greyhound, haven't they? Yeah, I've been with them oh, probably five, six years now, and Cavatron was the first one I trained, and we made a few a maturity on them. But Dean, Dean and his wife, they um, they do all the rearing, and they, they just do a magnificent job. It's not a fluke that they keep producing good dogs um, for me to train. So whatever they're doing, it's just, it, it, they, they do an amazing job, um, rear, rearing their pups and, and they, um, and they, and they love it. It doesn't matter if I win a race at Bendigo or it's a group, group race for them. It's just seeing them from day one all the way through and, and they love it and they're great owners to have. Yeah, that's outstanding. And long may it continue. And just before you go, I just wanted to, Ask you uh, about Aston Ulysses, of course, a greyhound that uh, that you had in in Victoria. Of course, went to the the Country Classic last year. He's he's been up here in New South with Michelle and Daryl for a little while. You must be thrilled with how he's going at the moment. Yeah, he's just an old mar- marvel. He's my favourite, one of my favourite dogs ever had. Like the other day when he went fast, and she's a pearl. Like, he's four and a half years years old. It's just amazing what this dog does. Before I sent him up to Wenny Park for that. Uh, Masters race worth 10,000 He trolled like two lengths slower than well She's fast down here, come out one of Phoenix Like the dog hasn't slowed down At all so Hopefully we can keep him going until The big Masters in uh, the million dollar Chase time um, Then hopefully that's his um, Last race and um, hopefully we, we can win it but Daryl and Michelle They're just doing a great job with the dog Yeah my word and yeah if he stays Out he'll win a lot of races between Now and and that Masters Meteor uh, later on this year. Well, firstly, congratulations with Panadero Warriors' win on the weekend. Good luck with him in the, the next month or so. It sounds like it's going to be an exciting time. Thanks, mate. Should be. There's Paula Bella, the winning Bulleye Cup trainer of Panadero Warrior from Sunday night. We'll head for a short break. On the other side, we'll chat with Chris O'Brien, who will have the Australian Cup favourite, Mortified, on Saturday night at the Meadows. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing. Yachi Bale actually won the start. Mortified out very quickly from the outside and she's going to hit the turbo and cross and lead. So Mortified takes the front from Dynamic Prince as they head to the city side. Crackerjack Rob making ground and they're by two to Hilltop Jack trending. Yale. Then Yachi Bale into the clear but a mile off the speed. Then Grace in shock and Zini and Bale but the star New South Wales sprinter Mortified out and running led by four lengths to Crackerjack Rob and then Hilltop Jack, but it is all Mortified, and that was a blitzing show of pace. Mortified won it in fantastic fashion by three lengths Hilltop Jack, who might just grab second off Cracker Jack Rob, and then trending Yale over Yachi Bale, well back race in shock, Dynamic Prince and Xenia Bale at the end. A... Yeah, that was Mortified, a brilliant winner of her heat of the Australian Cup at the Meadows on Saturday night. We're joined by her trainer now, Chris O'Brien. Good morning to you, Chris. Good morning, Matt. Firstly, massive congratulations to you. It must be such a such a thrill to have a runner qualified for such a big feature as the the Group One Australian Cup. Yeah, I was 
it didn't sort of hit me until just thinking about it, having a talk to my brother, he said how prestigious the race was, <clears throat> which I, I knew, but sort of tried to block that in your mind. And um, yeah, it's one of the big races down there in the calendar and the group one, and it's a big feature race and we're in it. So I'm pretty stoked, mate. Yeah, outstanding. And, and just talk mm. us about the preparation uh, for her to to have gone mm. to the Meadows, of course. It's, it's pretty unusual for a greyhound to go in there uh, without mm. having a look. So what? how did you manage to to okay. get her down there to, to trial and, and have a look at the track yeah. before yeah. racing? Yeah, well, it was a couple of Mondays ago. They I booked a trial um, through via Corey Smith um, down at the Meadows. And um, we got there about 3 o'clock and um, uh, emptied her out. And, and we were on the track within a few minutes. And away we went and trialled and it was all over. And... She went extremely well. We went box to box, and the sections were really, really good. 504 and 1777. So um, she seems to like it down there, mate. Likes the track, likes the boxes. Got a good viewing area because the, 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 most of the state's boxes, um, the, 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 the grid's a bit higher, and you know, um, I can see what's going on. But she, yeah, she, she handled it really well. I was, you know, thrilled. I didn't really know the times until they told me what. You know what they what what to expect, and, and she she surpassed that, and yeah, so I was a little bit um yeah, I wasn't real keen on the late race with her, but um she seemed to handle it, and she she drew the box eight as you know, and she handled that as well, and cut across and little away, and yeah, ran good back section and um, got strong to the line, so very happy with her. Yeah, and now going into Saturday night, uh, she's drawn uh, the inside box. Does that hold any sort of concerns for you? There is a, a lot of speed in the race, mm. and the last time we saw her in a big uh, Group One final was the Futurity, mm. where she was slow to begin. So, is there any nerves, yeah. I suppose, with the box draw going into Saturday night? No, no, no the way it's all panned out, I think it's got, I think it'll suit her. Look, the, the race at Wentworth Park, she actually slipped on the mat from Box One mat, if you look at it, and um, she nearly knuckled over, and it's. You know, it's just one of those things, and, and not taking anything away from winner by no means. Uh, um, they won fair and square, but she just, for me personally, she 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 chased hard, but she the race was all over at the start, and um, she really needs to be up there close and and do her thing. So, um, so she's won from the inside, she's won from the middle, she's won from the outside, but I think down there, I think that I think the way it's panned out, a couple of good runners on the outside. Um, a bit of speed next to where it might just help her. So I'm pretty happy with the box draw, mate. Yeah, I could imagine. And and obviously it's a, a very strong race, as you always expect a, an Australian yeah. Cup to be. Who who in the race do you think are, are going to be the hardest to beat? Look, oh, well, I haven't really studied it too hard, but um, obviously um, the eight... Um, baby JC and the the Adelaide dog from the seven Tony Rasmussen's dog, um, and um, I think there's there's one or two in the middle there. So it's very very competitive, very hard race to win, and they all are. But mate, you know, like she's raced against the best of them up here at a young age. She's got a bit more experience now, so um, I think she's a good, a good show. I think she's um, she's feeling good. She travelled well, um, you know, a little bit more experience. Seven-day turnaround, not like when I trialled and had to 
I got back early hours on Tuesday morning. She raced. It was probably my mistake. Probably shouldn't have raced her. It went to the park. She was a little. I thought she was a little bit flat, and it turned out that she was because she did what she did on Saturday night. So and it's a full seven-day turnaround this time. So it's plenty of time to get over it. So yeah. And you you touched on she's taken on a, a lot of the best greyhounds in New South Wales. Mm. She's also done that at a at a very young age. She's mm. she's probably only just starting to to come into her, her to her peak few months uh, right now, do you think she is still getting better and do you think there is still more improvement to come with her? I think so. Yeah, I think so, mate. Um, she's, she's, she certainly walked out to the boxes a lot better the other night, so that's come with experience. She's, she's been a bit of a shocker. She's a little bit um, stubborn. Um, sometimes you've had to... It's not that she's not wanting... She doesn't want to go to the process. She just wants to chase that money and, but um, the other night she walked out beautifully, and um, so that all comes with experience. So that's a good sign for me that she's she's um, you know plus the way she raced the other night, I, I would think that she can only get better. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's yeah. funny you mentioned the way she walked to the boxes. I did notice before mm. she won at Wentworth Park. I think it was the week after the futurity, and I looked down and I saw her. It was looked like she was playing games, and I thought she. She's not going to go a yard here, and she comes out and yeah. runs twenty nine sixty two. This must be yeah. a, a funny little trait she's got. Yeah, yeah, she just. She, I think she knows she's good, and um, <laughs> just one of those things. I, I can put up with that. But um, got to coach her along a bit, and maybe just, you know, um, she's looking around and do all those things, and yeah, she just wants to get on with it. I think, but she didn't do that the other night. She walked out nice, so that was a nice sign. It makes it a little bit easier for me. And, you know, it's a bit frustrating when you're, you're trying to, to walk her out there and um, um, she just wants to do her own thing. But um, yeah, the other night was good, so I was a little bit confident. Yeah, well, there was a famous racehorse in America called Zenyatta yeah. who won her, her first 19 and was beaten at her last start in the the Breeders' Classic who, who walked like a crab but could perform on the track. So I guess whatever they do, if they can run, it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, that's right. Exactly, mate. Yeah, so just fingers crossed that you need a lot of luck in these races. We all know that. And um, if she can get the luck and um, all the stars align, well, she's in with a big hope. So just as long as we all get around safely, mate, and um, um, may the best man and woman dog win. That's that's the main thing. Absolutely. And and you're going to be a... A terrific chance, uh, particularly if Mortified can replicate what she did uh, last Saturday night. Well, good luck uh, this weekend in the Australian Cup, Chris, and I'm sure all of New South Wales will be cheering for you. Yeah, thanks very much, Matt. Thanks for your time. There's Chris O'Brien, who's going to have Mortified, one of the favourites in the Group 1 Australian Cup at the Meadows this weekend. We'll head for a short break. On the other side, we'll chat with Andy Lord, who will have... Corball Magic going around in the Group 1 Fair to Bale Superstars. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Away in racing and Corborn Magic last to go. Out fast, Aston Velvet pushed through to lead by three quarters of a length early to quarter, who's up to challenge now. And then by four lengths then to first pick Hippo Griff and then Big Bertha. And this favourite Corborn Magic has it all to do back at the end of the field, seven behind the leaders. So Aston Velvet lights the fuse, heading out to the city side and led by three lengths over the quarter. Five lengths away, first picked, and then Corborn Magic, who now pulls into the clear, and he's about to let go with a big run there, clear to Hippo Griff and Big Bertha. 
Bertha at the end. Aston Velvet, she kept going. Led by three lengths to quarter and Corborn Magic starting to close now. Aston Velvet's all out, led a length and a half, but kicked on the corner. It's still Aston Velvet in front and she'll go from start to finish. Aston Velvet by a length and a half quarter. Third in Corborn Magic and then first pick. Clear over Hippo Griff and Big Bertha. 42 and 67. Aston Velvet all of the way. Well, he might, he might have been beaten Corborn Magic, but he certainly wasn't disgraced after the slow start there in a the heat of the Group 1 Fair to Bale Superstars, and we're joined by his trainer now, Andy Lord. Good morning to you, Andy. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, how has Corborn Magic come through that run uh, there uh, on Saturday night? He's come through really good. I, you know, I just think he's probably his last four runs he might have trained off a bit. and um, He's been up a long time, but... I think we're on the sort of tail end of that and I expect a big improvement this Saturday. You know, he's he's only a young stayer and all the travelling and everything else is sort of something's got to give somewhere along the line. And, you know, he looks well, he feels well. So, and I think he's boxed well on, on Saturday. And you just touched on the, the travel. How is he coping with that travel? This will be the third weekend in a row that he's heading down to, to Melbourne and, and you mentioned that he's still quite a young dog. He's he's handling it all okay and and he's getting better every week? Yeah, look, the travelling, he's actually a very good traveller. He doesn't lose no weight. and It's been a little bit of a learning process with him because he's, he's probably been up in weight a little bit since he's been going down to Victoria and that's only us being really careful because we don't know, you know, like some dogs can, can lose a kilo on the trip and he, he sort of hasn't lost an inch and, you know, probably up point three or point four what he should be. But this week he'll he'll weigh in spot on. And I think, um, I, I just think this week he might, might run a really good race, you know. And do you feel like he's a little bit of a victim of, I guess, of his own success? He's He won 10 of 11 and, and looked to be unbeatable. And then his last few starts, he... he just hasn't quite been at that level, so now we're we're holding to holding him to a higher level, even though he's still run, running pretty well. Well, his times tell you that, and you know, before he was running very fast times, and um, look, that just all leads to one thing: he's probably had a little bit of a virus, and you can get all the blood tests you want done, and you know, you've just sort of got to go through the motions with them, and you know, put them on a course of antibiotics, and and clean them up a little bit more and freshen them up and just hope that, you know, they turn the corner in time. You know, it's usually four to six weeks they go through that sort of stuff. So I don't think, you know, travelling's got a lot to do with it. It's it's more viral and... Um, but the dog's really well now and I, I think he's close to being at his top again, you know. And, and going into Saturday, of course, he's drawn the outside. He's, he seems like he's allergic to that outside box at the moment how, how did you what did you make of the draw uh when you first saw it i was pretty happy with it because when he first started racing he was he was an absolute desperate for the fence and he cost himself that many races by crashing over and he's learned to stay out now and i think the pace is in five and six for memory and they're going to carve across pretty hard i think he'll get in a good position and and um you know, he look. He's normally a safe beginner. I don't know why he came out so bad the other night, but um, I think you know if he can get a little bit closer this week on, on the on the dogs on the pace, well then 
he'll be very hard to beat, you know. Yeah, absolutely. If he finds his very best form, which uh, you expect him to do, he's going to be right there, I would have thought, at the, the end of the race. Just before you go, uh, she's a pearl, of course. We saw her uh, finish fourth in the, the Tem Lee, where she just slightly missed the start, and, and that was pretty much her race done and dusted when she settled behind Amron Boy. And where she's fast, how's she going? Where, when do we... Uh, when will we expect to see her again? Yeah, she's going really well. And I think Melbourne, I you know, I just don't think she's handled the Meadows like she has other tracks. And, I mean, it's sort of the, the proof is in the pudding when she come back and won a pause of thunder, you know, back on a home track. And um, she just doesn't seem to get around the Meadows. But, um, look, she's going really well. We probably won't start her again now till the Golden Easter Egg and... Um, you know, try and try and get a tip top for that, and you know, I don't. After that, I don't think it's long before she'll retire. After that, and become a mum. So, um, I'd love to see her go out a winner in the egg. You know, and and just on that, what would it mean to to yourself and Jody to to have her win another egg and become the first greyhound to to win back to back golden Easter eggs? Well, it's always been the race I wanted to win, so I've won it now, but. You know, to win two of them with the same dog would be, um, you know, it, it, look, it's not an easy, easy thing to do with the egg. You've got to go through through heat semis and finals, and and you know, it's it's hard on the dogs. And but she loves Wentworth Park, and and she'll be at the top. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, you've certainly got the the right dog to, to give that a, a real shake. Well, good luck this weekend with Corball Magic and then by extension uh, through the next couple of months with not only him, but also She's a Pearl on the rest of your kennel as well. I'm Thanks, sure we'll mate. get to chat again soon. Good on you, mate. There's Andy Lord, who will have Corborn Magic going around as one of the favourites in the Group 1 uh, Fair to Bale Superstayers at the Meadows on Saturday night. We'll head for a short break. On the other side, we'll quickly chat with Jay... Opatea, who scored a, a winning double at Wentworth Park for the second week in a row on Saturday. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And they're racing now. Fascinate Mel wide out big and brilliantly looking for the lead. Pushing through Aglan Loy, getting to second and going around them now is Ibrox Wildfire. They're followed by Reflections, Richard on a last sipping Alabama to the back straight and Fascinate Mel left the rail. Aglan Luai pounced, dashed through to grab the lead. Ibrox Wildfire followed him to second. Then Reflections, Richard Donner and Zipping Alabama. Aglan Luai broke clear around the home turn. Sprinted four lengths in front and Aglan Luai beats home. Ibrox Wildfire, Zipping Alabama charging home third. Then Fascinate Mel, Reflections and Richard Donner. The time around 29.63. Yeah, that was Aglan Loy, a terrific winner. Uh, beating a good field at Wentworth Park on, on Saturday night. It was the second leg of a winning double for trainer Jay Opatea for the second week in a row, and we're joined by Jay now. Good morning to you. Morning, how are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Firstly, a big congratulations. It's been a, a, a big couple of weeks for you. Your first city double uh, Saturday week ago and then followed it up a, a week later with another double. Must 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 have been a massive thrill for you. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I didn't think they'd uh, they'd do it again this week, but yeah, they went, they're going good. Yeah, my word. And just touch on Aglan Luai. This is a, a greyhound that's he, he's taking on a, a, a pretty good ride, I would have thought at the moment. Of course, made a million dollar chase grand final where he just missed out on the placings and 
Uh, and now he seems like he's he's almost in career best form the way he's gone at his last couple of starts. He's uh, He'll be a dog that you'll remember forever, I would have thought. Yeah, especially to have him this early on in the training career. Like he's, um, yeah, he's a he's a top dog to have. He's got a lot more consistent now, and sorted a few issues out with him. And yeah, good and dog. Just, and just touch on that post, the the million dollar chase. Uh, he he probably just lost a bit of his he his form that he was in. He was he was just a touch slow to begin, but his last few starts, even though he's not beginning. Uh, brilliantly, he's he's showing that more speed, and and I feel like he's getting a little bit stronger too at the end of the five twenty. Yeah, I think I think he's just seasoned in since seasoned into a good race dog now. And um, to be honest, after the million dollar like through the million dollar chase and after it, he um, had a like a pretty bad leg injury, and uh, we ran him through it because it wasn't he was like. It wasn't terrible to stop him from running, but it, he was in a bit of pain. And without Ronnie Oldfield and my uncle, he wouldn't it wouldn't be as consistent as he is now. I've got got him on got on top of him, and I think everything's a hundred percent with him now. And he's just more consistent and firing. So yeah, he's uh, he's certainly firing at the moment. And he had that trip to Victoria end of November. Uh, start of December with the the Silver Chief in mind. Do you think that helped as well, just for the, I guess the experience of travelling away and and just a little bit of maturity. Yeah, look, he, he never really, never really took to the travel and the new tracks down there, but like the 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 trips away and staying in motels overnight and all that sort of thing. I think um, it's made him it's made him a better dog for it got a lot more experience and yeah he's calmer calmer at home so yeah I think that definitely helped him yeah and now where do we see him go now I, I would assume that the the Easter egg is the the main target for him what do you do in the in the meantime with him yeah we I'm denied about going to Richmond um but he's never seen the track and he's not a dog that sort of goes well first up at a track so we decided not to go to Richmond and we'll just keep racing him at Wentworth Park and the Easter egg and hopefully he's still in form then. Yeah, well, if he's in the, the form that he's in now come Easter egg time, he's certainly going to be a, a a big player throughout that series. The other winner that you had uh, on Saturday and also the week before was Street of Dreams. Um, just talk us about him. He's he's really come on his last couple of starts, hasn't he? Yeah, he's... um. I got I got him to train sort of um the start of December and uh he's he's been a little bit of a um he's, like he's very awkward, he's very big and uh he didn't really settle into the kennel well. <clears throat> we got lost at the new tracks and the new boxes. But um we've given him a few starts now and he's putting it together and he's buying into our method like um our training methods and yeah, he's going well now. So has he surprised you how, I won't say quickly because it has taken some time, but probably how, I guess, from where he was a month ago to where he is now, uh, that jump that he's made, has that surprised you a little bit? It surprised me how quickly he just put it together from one week to the next. But um, as soon as I got him, I trialled him at Dubbo and he ran 29.7. So I knew he had the, he had the uh, pace, but... He's been a little bit frustrating in his races, getting back and balking off him and get a bit slow early. But 
he's uh he's finally taken that trial time to the to the races now and it's yeah I'm very impressed with him. Yeah, and now um of course he he does have form around that middle distance. Is he is he a greyhound that uh he'll be targeting the country classic with him? Yeah, yeah, definitely. He'll he'll go on Saturday night, I think, to Dubbo and have a trial over six hundred and most likely go in the heat the week after. Yeah, well, I'm sure if he can take that Wentworth Park form to, to Dubbo for the, the heats of the country classic and then by extension if he can qualify for the the final, he's going to be a, a player throughout that series as well. I'm I'm assuming it's going to be a, a pretty hot series as it was last year, but uh, going in there in good form is is going to hold him in good stead. Well, congratulations to you, Jay. Uh, not only on the double on Saturday, but also the double the week before. Uh, you've got two greyhounds in ripping form, and I'm sure there's going to be more wins between the two of them. Hopefully, mate. Thank you. No problem. There's Jay Opatea, who uh, is a young rising trainer, uh, doing terrific things with only a small team, but he gets a lot of winners. He's a very, very good young trainer. That is for sure. Well, that wraps up Going Greyhounds this morning. The podcast will be up online early this afternoon. Till next week, take care and many winners.